This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. Hey, I hope you've uh, listened to, taken time to listen to the last episode of 2022 and the first episode of 2023. First of all, because they're two of my favorite episodes, but also the feedback that I'm receiving from from the audience, from loyal listeners, is that these are two of the most valuable uh, podcast episodes in terms of the the quality of of the content and 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 not just <laughs> the effectiveness of me flapping my gums, but the understanding that you derive from them and. Uh, that is what I'm really after. I look, I, I love, yeah, I love that you listen. I love that you keep coming back for more. And I, I love that, that you subscribe. And I love, I, ultimately, I love ratings and, and some, uh, you know, powerful reviews because that's what drives, uh, that's what drives the reach of, of a podcast. I love those things. But what I love even more than that, I love a powerful episode. Or a powerful teaching that literally moves the needle in your life and in your business. That's really what I'm after. I want the quality of your life and and the quality of all of our lives to shift because of the 25 minutes you spend with me every week, or in terms of a you know an interview, the hour that you spend. That is an investment. It's a valuable investment in your time. And I want to make sure that when you invest this time, you're really, really getting a powerful return on it, you know, um, because, you know, we all, I mean, we have what 80, 90, a hundred years. How we spend those years is very valuable and very critical. And, uh, although I stopped taking life so seriously a long time ago, I do want to honor the fact that we have this human experience and this human existence and you can spend your time, a lot of ways, I want you to spend what the time that you invest in me, I want it to be powerful and, and fulfilling and beneficial. So when I hear feedback, just like last, last week's episode with the mason jar, uh, when I described the mason jar and the success and, and the, the wealth and success, like a couple of people immediately reached out and said, Hey, that one hit home. That one clicked like the, like that, that piece was that concept was the missing piece that that helped them understand why the internal work why the inner work why the inner game of wealth is so critical and so important and so valuable and it helped them understand you know first of all self sabotage but also why uh you know why it's such a struggle to to keep wealth and success and to build that when you know inside of them they're feeling uh, you know, feelings of, of being a failure or feelings of, of, you know, being poor or, or financially, uh, you know, fearful. So that it, these are things that, that they're, they're going to cause you to struggle with, with wealth and success. So, so if you, if you haven't yet go back and listen to that episode, that Mason jar, uh, metaphor is really, really powerful. So, but I do want to advance the conversation. I do want to expand and, and keep, you know, compounding the, uh, the message and why the inner 
game is so utterly critical and so important and so vital in your, in your wealth and your success and your happiness. So think about this. It, we all have worries, fears, and doubts. And, and I would, I would challenge you to understand. I would, I would have you reflect that you really have no adversaries outside of yourself. Your political parties, religious parties, genders, races, you know, the, the economy, the market, none of these are really factors. None of these are really adversaries. Life is not an adversary. Life, in fact, the more you trust life, the more you'll see that life is delivering everything you've ever wanted. And maybe it's not on your timing, but you know, when you learn to trust life, life gets a whole lot more fun and a whole lot easier. And it's lack of trust in life that makes life so difficult. Your adversaries are not outside of you. Any adversarial conditions that you're, that you're facing in your life are all generated from what's happening in your mind and in your body. And, and not everybody wants to, wants to surrender to that because, you know, these, we're human beings. For some reason, we like being victims. I don't know why we like pleading victim and people, nah, man, holy crap. I know I was one for a long time, thought that everybody was doing things to me. Thought that life was withholding things from me. And, and it's just not true. Like nothing's keeping what you want from you. There are tests, there are obstacles, and there are challenges, most certainly. But your adversaries are all inside of you. We're, we're all facing, let's, let's talk about the market for a little bit. We're all facing, and I, I work with a lot of real estate investors, and that's primarily the people that, that are in my, in my, uh, in my programs and, and in my mastermind and, you know, students and in my intensives. A lot of real estate investors, because they, they, they invest a lot of money in themselves and their personal development. You know, they understand that as the business owner grows, the business grows itself. And, and right now the, the real estate market is in, is in a little bit of turmoil because, you know, interest rates, finance rates have, have gone up and that has kind of like, I don't know, hit the brakes of the market. So everybody is facing some, some anxiety and some fear and some worry and uncertainty and doubt. And, there are deals available. There are always a de- always deals available. We're, we're, we live in an abundant universe. There's always opportunity. There's so much opportunity. During, during the Great Depression back in the early 1900s, did you know that while some people were standing in food lines, some people had three jobs? Did you know that there were, there were help wanted signs in, in store windows and some people didn't know that because they were too busy standing in a, in a food line? And they, they bought into the newspapers and they bought into the, uh, you know, the gossip and they, they bought into the word on the street and they just assumed that there were no jobs available. So they, they didn't even try. They just stood in the food line. Meanwhile, people that, you know, let the, 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 let the depression be about everybody else. They went and they, they sought out jobs and they created jobs for themselves and they created value in the world. So there are always opportunities. Always. The question is, are you looking for them? And worry, doubt, and fear is, they are, not is, they are things that will keep you from, from being successful. There are things that worry, doubt, and fear are things that ultimately will, will feel like there's resistance and feel like there's 
challenges and feels like there's obstacles that you can't overcome, that you can't over, uh, you know, that you can't uh, win, that you can't uh, achieve because of these these challenges and obstacles. And and really, it's the worry, doubt, and the fear inside of your own mind that is getting in your way. It's not the market. There's there's never real scarcity in this world. There's abundance everywhere. It's how do you perceive the circumstances outside of you? And if we were to take those perceptions, let's say, you know, and, and again, working with the real estate market, I, I tell, tell clients and students all the time, let the, let the real estate slow down be for everybody else. Let it be for all the, the investors that, that buy into the slowdown. Like go out and find homes and you'll see that they're still there. People still need to get out of their homes. People still need to, to, uh, buy new homes. Let the, let the, the market, uh, compression, let it be for everybody else and just don't buy in. Go out and make your, make your own opportunities, create your own opportunities. They're out there. Just, just make sure you're not looking for the lack of opportunities. Cause if you look for the lack of opportunities, you'll find them. But let's say there's somebody that's that's worrying or holding doubt or fearful of market conditions. And and let's let's go back to like ninth grade biology. Let's dissect them. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go in and like we're gonna freeze them. We're gonna we are literally going to freeze them in the state of doubt. Okay. Uh, nothing new opportunities are not available to me. Let's let's freeze them in that exact state while they're in in that having that thought of doubt. Do you know if we dissected them and we opened them up and we looked around, you know we would not find that thought. Do you know if there's worry if there's a thought, if there's a story, if there was a, a belief about the market, do you know if 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 I cut you open or if you cut yourself open or somebody else cut you open or if you cut somebody else open and you look through their body, you will not find that belief. You will not find that thought. You will not find any story or anything that's running through your mind. You'll find it nowhere in your body. It can't be found. These thoughts are not, they are not material things in your body. They are electrical charges. Thoughts are electrical impulses. Stories are electrical impulses. Beliefs are electrical impulses. They, they are the, the wiring and the programming inside your neuro pathways. The a belief is simply a thought that's thought repetitiously and redundantly so much that it creates a neuro pathway that is well worn and well traveled and very familiar and fires very very easily. It is a it is an electrical pathway. That's all it is. You're not going to find it. 
if you if you were to dissect you, if you were to open yourself up and crack yourself up and go into your your anatomy, you would not find a belief. If you dig far enough, you'll find neurons, but you will not find a belief. That belief is a sequential firing of neurons. It's a neurological condition. It's a neurological pathway that's been worn. It's a neuropathway. And a belief is simply a well-worn neuropathway that fires easily without you even trying. It just fires itself. And it's always like running in the background. And, and do you know that you can change that neuropathway anytime you want? Did you know that? The reason that neuropathway is so well-worn is because you have repeated that same thought and that same story over and over and over so much that you've created a groove. And that groove is like, man, it, it just triggers without you even trying. And, and it's not a permanent state. It's only a permanent state if you allow it to be a permanent state. But you're not going to find it in your body because it, it doesn't exist. It's just a sequential series of firing neurons. And a thought is just a an electrical impulse, electrical charge. And an emotion is an electrical charge that fires, which signals chemicals to be flooded through the body. And, and that emotion is a result of that trigger. The trigger, the, the thought triggers an electrical charge. The electrical charge triggers chemicals to be flooded in your body. And then your body is speaking the language of emotion. And the more you repeat the same thoughts and the more you allow those stories and those beliefs to be fired, over and over and over, the more the more it becomes your habitual state of being, and the more addicted you become to that those thoughts, those stories, those beliefs, and the firing in those neuropathways. I hope this is making sense. But you won't find it. All you'll find are neurons. Now, let's say one of my favorites. People believe that making money is hard. And let's say you've thought this your entire life. Let's say like me, you're 50 years old and you've thought this your whole life. And you intentionally, I'm closing my eyes right now, and you intentionally think to yourself, you know what? Making money is easy. Immediately, there's a new firing in your brain. There's a new electrical charge because there's a new thought. And it's not a familiar thought. It's not a familiar pathway. So it feels like there's resistance. It feels different. It feels odd. It feels, it feels like it's not okay. And that's because it's unfamiliar. And if you think that thought again, 
it becomes a little more familiar. And if you think that thought again, it becomes a little more familiar. And if you keep thinking that thought over and over and over and over and over and over, sometimes, especially early on, you think it intentionally and it feels uncomfortable each time you think it. And as that neuropathway, as that habitual neuro pathway begins to rewire itself from from the path that said making money was hard to now this path that that triggers making money is easy now you've got a new neuro pathway and now it starts to feel more and more comfortable cuz you're building that groove and and before long that old neuro pathway that said making money is hard it dissolves and it's no longer in play. It's no longer a part of your life. It no longer fires. And this new neuro pathway that making money is easy, it fires easily and effortlessly without your even trying. And it's running in the background and now it's part of your, your operating system. But as long as you continue to think old thoughts that are comfortable instead of new thoughts, new beliefs, that to create new beliefs that even if they're uncomfortable at first, because your, your mind and body is going to say, that's not true. Well, there's 8 billion people in the world. And if one person has proven that making money is easy, then it's true. It is true. Just if you have that neural pathway that's been worn that says making money is not easy, making money is hard, then you are making it hard for you. It's not hard for that other person that believes making money is easy. That other person has a neural pathway that says making that, that fires as if making money is easy. Your neural pathway is firing if making money is hard. Yours seems true for you. His seems true or her seems true for him or her. You keep proving that making money is hard and they keep proving that making money is easy. And, and you continue to, to believe that making money is, is hard and you keep because it's comfortable and it's familiar. And that thought, that groove in your neural pathway feels comfortable and familiar. That's the only reason it's true for you. But for this other person, they believe something differently and they prove it every day. And that belief feels comfortable for them. And whatever you believe is true for you and your subconscious mind, neural pathways firing constantly becomes part of your operating system. Your subconscious mind is your operating system and your subconscious mind brings circumstances and opportunities into your life to prove your beliefs true. And if your wiring says that making money is hard, your subconscious mind is going to bring plenty of opportunities and plenty of evidence and plenty of circumstances and plenty of outcomes to prove that your belief that making money is hard is true. Meanwhile, this, this guy or gal over here that believes making money is easy and has a neural pathway that's worn and well-traveled and it has a groove that says making money is easy, their subconscious mind brings them opportunities and circumstances and outcomes and, and, and brings them evidence that their belief is true because that's what your subconscious mind does. It says it doesn't care what you think, doesn't care what you believe. Your subconscious just says, let me see what's in my operating system and let me bring that true 
bring that to reality. And if inside of your operating system, it says making money is hard, your subconscious mind is working overtime to bring that to reality for you. Meanwhile, this other person you're looking at like they're an alien because they say making money is easy. They've got this well-worn pathway that's proving that to be true for them. And you get to choose. You are the chooser of what beliefs you believe. And you can, you can choose at any time to begin to think differently. You can choose at any time to begin to build a new belief in your mind and in your body. And at first it's going to be uncomfortable because it, it's new and new things are never comfortable. That well-worn neuropathway has to be rewired and rerouted. And that's not always easy. No, it's easy. It's not always comfortable. Listen, as 2023 launches and we're, we're in the second episode of 2023, you have a choice to make. I want you to take inventory of all the beliefs that you hold near and dear. Maybe it's making, making money is hard. Maybe is you have to work hard for your money. Maybe, maybe there's not enough to go around. Maybe the, uh, if there's not enough available to the poor because the rich has it all. Maybe, maybe it's marriage is hard. Maybe is, uh, you know, uh, a healthy body is hard. Maybe, you know, whatever, I, whatever your beliefs are for you. Maybe it's God is an asshole. Right? Maybe you, your beliefs are there's a judgmental, angry, punitive, narcissistic, jealous, vengeful God. And, and that's a choice that you're making. You've bought into a story. Whatever beliefs you hold that are causing pain in your life, you can reshape them and you can rewire them and you can mend them anytime you want. And at first, it's going to be uncomfortable. But do you want life to be uncomfortable for a bit? Or do you want to keep living out of those painful beliefs that just keep bringing painful circumstances and painful realities into your life over and over and over? Take time and close your eyes at some point. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow morning, whatever, whatever works best for you. Close your eyes. Breathe slowly and deeply. Bring yourself to a relaxed state of calm and peace and start thinking pleasant thoughts about ease and joy and love and wealth and success and new beliefs and new thoughts. And fire new, like new thoughts will fire new chemicals in your body, which will create new emotions. And when you fire new thoughts, which create new chemicals, which create new emotions and new feelings, your body might fight back for a bit because it's new and it's, it, 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 it views this new, new stuff as a threat to survival. Sit in that discomfort for a while, but feel the goodness of the new thought. Feel the goodness of the new emotion. Feel the goodness of the new belief. Do this a couple times a day, and after a while, you'll see that the world will start giving you evidence of these new thoughts, these new stories, these new beliefs. 
and you'll see you are the only creator of your reality, of your life. And when you realize, what's scary is when you realize you are creating every single thing in your life, even and including the things that you don't want, that's when it gets really scary because you'll you'll start to guard and protect your thoughts and your feelings and your beliefs and your habits. You'll start to guard them in even a deeper level because you're realizing that some of your unconscious thoughts and feelings, all your unconscious thoughts and feelings are running your life. And if you don't know what's buried in there because you haven't taken an inventory and understood yourself deeply at a very deep level, this is why you don't have what you want. And this is why you just feel like life is haphazardly delivering a bunch of freaking garbage to you. But it's not. I'll bring it fully back home. Your adversaries are not outside of you. They are inside of you. In your thoughts, in your stories, in your beliefs, in the unconscious patterns that you haven't investigated and you haven't taken time to inventory. When you do the work of understanding your thoughts and your emotions at a deeper level and understanding what's buried in your subconscious, this is when you can begin to crush the inner game of wealth. And when you crush the, the inner game of wealth, it's just a matter of time. It's an, it's an absolute guaranteed eventuality that when you crush the inner game of life, you will crush the external game of life. Because the inside creates the outside, not the other way around. Your circumstances are showing you what's inside of you. And when you realize that's true, you'll never allow unconscious, unconscious thoughts, unconscious habits to remain in the darkness without exposing them to the light and then shifting them so that they work for you, not against you. Your adversaries aren't outside of you. Your adversaries are in your subconscious that you don't even know exist. Go find them and you'll see how powerful you really are. Hey, thanks for listening. For more free content, a list of upcoming events, or our life-changing offerings, visit our website at www.innerwealthglobal.com.